We are finding story of a past and now from South Australia. I am a storyteller from the sea to the outback, the southern ocean where the living sea dragon live, where the last sailing ship of the wind drama sail along the Spencer Gulf where the last sowing sheep called in and the landscape of the fender ranges of the wild hops and sturt dizzy pea flower of the outback. Hello, I'm, my name is Gavin. I'm doing a family history of my father. I'm doing about Keith Burner. Dad, what, where were you born? I was born at Middleton District Hospital on York Peninsula. My dad went to Southern York Peninsula. The first school was eleven school. He rode for two miles. Then Corning Point for six and a half miles. By pushbike or horse. Then he went to worker by school bus. It was a international utility 1938 model. And on the horse, I quite often used to ride along the beach and uh, look for nautilus shells or for timber that had blown in in the winter storms. Okay, you said you went to coin point on the horse or that so how long would it take you to go one way uh, the, the length of time for that was one hour and it was the same on as on a push bike dad uh, what animals did you have on the farm i know you would have sheep but what other animals did you have on the farm yes we had cows we milked up to six or seven cows got the milk went through the separator. We sold the cream, kept some for our personal use. About six pigs. They were sold as fat bacon pigs at a mark 30 miles away at Midlerton. I always had a dog. I always had a cat. I think that was about... Oh, we had our fowls, of course, usually 40, 50 fowls. Dad, what type of sheds do you have at Coin Point? Uh, one shed that was a milking, cow milking shed. That was a shed about oh, approximately six yards wide by about four yards deep. And that's where we milked our cows in a dry spot. Sides to it, except on the western wall, it was she oak cut and stood up straight as a post would be in the ground. Chaff shed, uh, which was approximately six yards square. And a br- these were all made of brush on both the sides and the roof. And then on the roof, of the large shed which housed various implements and harness with the stubble or straw so as to stop the water from it just ran into it there wasn't any such thing as iron sheds in those days we had one special shed a header we called it the header shed and that was a huge big peppermint mallee tree had a limb at about 15 feet up in the air the limb extended out horizontally for probably 20 feet maybe a little more and my father used that as the center and run timber each way from it with and put posts in a line adjacent to it and once more made that into a header shed. You used to have horses on the farm so how many horses did you used to have? Uh, there'd be anything up to 15 horses would be stabled and fed and watered and kept for, for work 
for one team or as I got a little older at 13, 13, 14 years, we had two teams. I drove one and my father drove the other. And um, so, yes, there was always plenty of activity with horses. My father had his own stallion horse and bred his own horses. My father left school at the age of 13 years old to help his father on the farm. In the early mornings, uh, quarter to five, when we were carting grain, water and feed our horses, go in and have breakfast, and then go at the bridles and the collars and all them in the wagons, and off we'd go. It'd be just sort of light enough to just be safe to be on the roads and go to Point Turton, which was 14 miles away, and then return home after getting rid of the load. would be hot, unbelievably hot, but I had a mouth organ, and I used to play my mouth organ as we rode along. Uh, Then we would have dinner, take our horses out of the wagons and feed and water them, then put them back in again, and then go and load another load up ready for tomorrow morning. And so it all went on five days a week. So I asked Dad, can you show me how to sew up a barbie bag? And you had to do your own bag sewing because in those days there were no other bag sewers around. But in later years, there was a few people who did do bag sewing and that helped us quite a bit. Dad, what did you do to keep the food cooled? Like when your mother used to make cardstock and jelly? Were all made and put in a container and then they would drop down the well into about four feet of water, watertight container, and of course they took on the coolness of the water. That's how we had like jellies, custards, firm butter if, if it was very hot, cool cream or anything like that. That was our method of keeping things cool. Dad, what was your first motorbike you used to have? I remember you used to talk about BSA motorbike. The first motorbike that I had was a Francis Barnett, which was a forerunner to the BSA Bantam. I think it was only about probably 125cc. From that I went, I had a BSA, was a very good bike. Bought my first ag bike, and I think in, over the period of the years, Gavin and I had four different agricultural bikes. So they were on weekends, did, did you, your family, your parents and your sisters and you, did they ever did something for fun for the weekends, like going down the beach or something special? In the summertime, if there was a good evening, quiet, hot evening, they had hand spears and... They'd all, we would all go down the beach and, and have a, a light of some sort. Some had kerosene lights, some had what they called a flare, and we would go around, one would hold the flare and one would have a bag around his neck uh, and a hand, hold a hand spear, and you'd go around walking water up to your hips looking for fish that were just lying there after the very hot day in the water. That would do two things it was very refreshing in the water and it was good to get a good meal of fish because we didn't get a lot of fish even though we lived so close to the sea. Dad, what did you used to do when you were growing up? As a kid, I loved my horse. Starting off when I was about seven years old, I learned to ride a potty calf to riding a horse without a saddle. I wasn't allowed a saddle until I could ride and then got to a saddle. So I've always been interested in that until I could no longer ride horses. Father had quite a number of different boats and we, as a family, in the summertime, I remember Dad used to take us 
and when I got older, Dad once or twice took me speed fishing. Always had an interest in boats, fishing even though I quite capable of getting very seasick. Sort of learned to handle that as best I could, and I loved the, loved the boating and I loved the fish, uh, so that was always a good thing if I had time to do it, I, I would go fishing, and I did that pretty much. I fished quite a bit as a kid with my uncle, uh, but from there, took my own children, and they, they loved netting and the fun that went with it, and, and uh, I loved spear fishing, and I even made my own spear gun. And um, as Gavin has said, I took him spear fishing, and so yes, I loved that right through the years until I got too old and couldn't uh, couldn't do it. Leaving your friends from Coyenport and make new friends at uh, Port Victoria. No, I didn't find it hard at all. Lucky to be an outgoing port person. I had learned to dance down at Corny Point, so there were dancers in every direction up this way because it was a closer knit community. Towns all closer, and uh, I very soon had a new circle of friends. I kept my old friends down there, and I have to this. Day my father moved to Menlaton and he uh, planted more fruit trees. Then he preferred the fruit. As near as I could get to still being a farmer but not being a farmer, I rounded up with about 25 various fruit trees. Each year I come over and help Dad put the bird net over the fruit trees. So he's on one ladder, I'm on the other ladder, and and we get we roll the bird net over the fruit trees. Remember, Dad is 87 years of age, and he's up right up high on the ladder, and I'm always concerned about that. Now the trees have got older and the man has got older and I'm afraid I can't keep up the work like I used to. So there's been a very severe prune as of this year and I'll keep the height down. I can no longer put the nets over the top to keep the birds out. On on that behalf, uh, Dad, uh, thanks for telling me your life history. It could be quite an enjoying afternoon. <laughs>